Welcome to the Pretty Red ENT Show. It's your girl, Goddess Nikita, a.k.a. Pretty Red ENT. And if nobody told you they loved you today, just know that Goddess Nikita, she loves you today. And I'm sending so much love and light out into the whole entire universe, the world, um, just to anybody that needs it, okay? And how are you beautiful people been doing? I missed y'all. <laughs> y'all know I love Miss. Y'all know I really love doing my podcast. I can't even lie. Like, this is like a part of me now. Um, a lot of people depend off of it. A lot of people were giving me messages. I am going to respond. I am so sorry. <laughs> I have to respond back. So please forgive me. <laughs> I, so, guys, this episode is called Surviving. Okay. And a lot of people don't understand, like, what does it mean when you're in survival mode? I literally was having this conversation with other people. I'm like, I'm coming, like, I am out of survival mode. Like last year, I was saying, I'm going to be out of survival mode. I'm coming out of survival mode. But what does this mean? How do you come out of survival mode? I'm going to talk to y'all about that today and give y'all very good details because maybe you might be in survival mode and you need to come out of survivor mode, if that makes sense, okay? So what I will say is, guys, um, make a long story short, um, survivor mode to, for basically, um, an African-American culture, we've been in survivor mode for a very long time, okay? This kind of like, if you think about the Bible, and how he talked about, you know, the Jews being um, in slavery. And once they turn, God's going to hear them. So what's going on right now, if you actually really pay attention, like it's kind of like manifested out. Like, okay, the black people came up out of slavery mentality. They're starting to tap into their original selves. And the universe is hearing them. They're they're bringing everything down to how it's supposed to be. It's coming together like clockwork, like clockwork, like clockwork. Okay. You got to cheer for us too. Hey, period. And it's coming together. And a lot of people are like, oh, y'all shouldn't believe in this. Y'all shouldn't do this. Y'all shouldn't do that. Hold on, baby. You say that in the Bible that once, and literally it says, once my people... Come up out of slavery mentality. I will hear them and answer them. Like, are you serious right now? Is that not what is going on right now? <laughs> the collective of black people are waking up and you, literally the universe is listening to us. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank me later. Okay. Okay. So surviving mode would be like, okay, you're in a, an environment where you have to survive. I literally was talking to my counselor about this. I was like, most African-American people, when it comes to males, their goal, and the reason why we look very young is some of our goals is just to even make it out the hood at 18, 21, or make it past 25. Once we make it past 25, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. That's when we start living. And that's sad. Like, that's the most saddest thing I ever heard um, a black person ever say to me, like, as long as I can make it to be 21, I'm cool. 
But if you notice how people act once they turn 21 or 25, that's in the African-American community, they really act like, hey, I'm just living life. They really, you don't really get, hear too many rebuttals out of people that's older. I don't think y'all understand. Like the only time you hear a rebuttal is if we know something is wrong and you're trying to play with us. When we're younger, yeah, we'll pop off a lot faster. When we're older now, it's not about popping off. It's really about understanding and, like, really, like, don't come in between me and my peace. If you come in between me and my peace, you have to go. So coming out of survivor mode is actually admitting first step is, like, hey, I'm, I'm in survivor mode. <laughs> or I was in survivor mode. Like, hey, like, I was in survivor mode where... I felt like everything was, I was under attack. I had to keep moving and I had to find safety. (laughs) And then once you realize that safety was within you and everything, you're like, it's such a relief. Then you're like, all right, I made it here. I made it to my point. I made it to my goal. Now what? Like, now I'm just about to start living. So one is the actual step. I always tell people the first step to anything, to recognition, is to actually call them out by name. All right, I'm out. Um, or either if you are in survivor mode, I'm in survivor mode, and I want to come out. Just say, I'm in survivor mode, and I'm coming out this year. Give a date, a time. Give yourself time to come up out of the survivor mode. Like, I feel like I came out of survivor mode once I went on a spiritual journey, I don't know if that makes sense or not. Cause it's like, I had to like learn <laughs> that God got me. The universe got me. My angels and ancestors got me. I had to learn it. And not saying that I didn't know that already. It's just like, gosh, all these external forces are protecting me. It's amazing to, to be this protected. I love it. I don't have to be so uptight. I don't have to be um, in survivor mode, I don't have to do everything the hard way. I don't have to do it ways that other people want it to be done. Guys, that's coming out of survival mode. A lot of people don't understand that, like, but this is what survival mode looks like. You're like, oh, I'm under attack. People are attacking me constantly. They want me to be a certain way. I can't be this way. I'm trying to survive this way that they want me to be, but I can't be it. I can't be that way. I need to come out. And that's that. That's like doing things the other way. I hear people talk all the time. It it bothers me. You cannot consider yourself in my end group. One is if, as if you are negative all the time, negative Nancy, negative Nancy, or you're a person that you're not really negative, Nancy, but you like to hear good compliments about yourself. Not saying anything's wrong with it, but I'm just saying. But your talk is not positive. Oh, this is so hard. I had a hard life. Stop thinking you had a hard life and start thinking you had an easy life. Or you are going to have an easy life moving forward from this day moving forward. You can say, I am going to have an easy life from February 20th of 2024 moving forward. Call it out to God. Call it to the universe. Call it to your angels and ancestors. Because I have a lot of people from different cultures and religion backgrounds that listen to my stuff. So I want to make sure I address everybody. So just call it out, guys. Like, call it out and say... 
I am, I have an easy life. I am living an easy life. Everything easy happens for me. Nothing hard happens to me. I am no longer in survival mode. I am living. <laughs> that changes the, the dynamic. But African-American people and black people do this sub non-consciously. I, I would say subconsciously, but I really feel like it's non-consciously. Once we hit a certain age, like in our teen years, we actually start living at that moment. Like, people don't understand, like, once you make it past 21 in a hood, like, in a, a ghetto, an urban ghetto, and you make it past 21, people just, like, they start to let their guard down. They just start just chilling for real. That's when men start to mature. That's when, you know, 25. If y'all pay attention, most men don't start maturing to 25. Got to understand that. You wonder why? Because they are... They were running in survival mode. That's crazy. Like, that is so crazy that um, a lot of us don't address it this way, but this is a true factor, not an opinion. And it's like, how can we, as a collective, come out of survival mode? I don't know if any other cultures are in survival mode. By that way, if y'all do know, like, Leave me a comment. Let me know any of my social media platforms. But a lot of times, a lot of people don't understand about survival mode and how serious it is and the mental health impact it will have on your mental health, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> like, you really got to heal from that. Like, I'm sorry, self, that I put you through survival mode at a very young age. Now, the one group of people that I know that's been in survival mode since they probably been about four or five, never had a childhood for real, is Chicago people. And this ain't no disrespect to anybody from Chicago that actually listens to my podcast. Because I do have a lot of people from Chicago that listen to my podcast. And they know exactly what I mean. They couldn't go outside, play like normal children the way how you can in Ohio. They had to literally look out for bullets to be flying. Like, they didn't have a normal childhood. They had a, a teenage childhood. And when they got teenage, they were living the adult childhood. And then once they got to an adult childhood, it's like, I mean, adulthood, it's like, uh, okay, we're almost there. We got a few more years, and boom, once they got the few more years, they're, they're done. They're, they're happy. That they actually lived this moment. What a time <laughs> to be alive, okay? <laughs> and that's crazy that if you're really, like, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I dated a few Chicago men. I'm telling you, like, we had this, like, talk, like, spiritually, physically, mentally. Like, they're like, gosh, I really wish I had a, a normal childhood like you. Like, it's crazy. I didn't. You feel me? Like, and, and and what's sad about this is that they're from two different areas and they're seeing the exact same thing. They rep two different things. One's a blood, one's a GD. Like, they're two different entities, two different people that are saying the exact same thing. But this ain't with all, like, because I know a lot of people from Chicago, so it's like everybody's saying the same thing. And I'm like, Wow. So y'all really been in survivor mode since y'all been four or five. Like, how do y'all come out of survivor mode? How can you start just living, doing things? So prime example, how do you just start living? 
doing things that you normally don't do. I'm telling you, people, it could be as simple as you don't date. Start dating. How about that? Oh, you don't usually do relationships. Do relationships. <laughs> How about, oh, you don't, like, really do anything spontaneous, like go outside, or you don't, like, do anything to tap into your inner child. Do those things. Go to those go cards. Go play pool. Go do things that you normally do not do, guys. Like, it's important for your mental health. I'm telling y'all, it's very important. People will tell you that it's not. I'm here to say that they are lying. We as people, no matter your skin color, we need to come up out of survivor mode. I mean, some people ain't never been in survivor mode, but we don't want to have that conversation. But some people have. It's been in a certain culture. They've been in survivor mode. So they kind of understand like what I'm saying. But guys, like it's really highly important that we actually really come up out of survivor mode for our mental health and to actually really deal with like being in survivor mode. Like prime example, I was just telling somebody this because this is funny, okay? So shots for her. <laughs> I was like, how do I come out of survivor mode when it comes to trusting that I am safe? I know that I am safe. But my body typically does things like I'm not safe. Prime example. Um, I was telling somebody that was handsome. I was like, you know what? I was like, that's crazy. I was like, because where I used to live at before, I could never, ever leave my door open, unlocked. I was always taught, like, since I've been a child, to literally lock my door. But then I started thinking about my childhood, like, uh, and there was one part of my childhood, like for maybe like 10 years, we never locked our front door, <laughs> but nobody never went in our house. But then somebody did come in our house and then my mama checked on blah, 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 blah. But in actual reality, could we actually leave our house and nobody like come in and take anything? Yes, facts, not an opinion. So like when I moved to an area, when I moved back to where I was born at, um, in Cincinnati and I had to like start locking my doors. But now that I'm starting to think about it, like, gosh, like even though I stayed in the middle of the hood, I still <laughs> could leave my doors unlocked. Gosh, I guess I was just in paranoia mode. Like, like everybody's like, why you got your door unlocked? I'm like, I don't care about all that. Like, man, if they're going to take my stuff, let them take it. Obviously, they needed more than me, but that ain't my karma. That's their karma. I, I'm telling you, I used to say the same thing when I was younger. Like, people act like I changed. Like, I ain't changed a bit. It's just that I put this part of me in the forefront. Like, I don't, I embraced every part of me. Dark, light, side, happy, mad, sad, crying, happy. You know what I'm saying? All the above. I literally embrace it all. So, when dealing with this, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I get so mad sometimes about something. I'm like, why do you even lock the door? Like, lock the door, man. Like, you tripping. Like, lock the door, lock the door. Anytime you come through the door, lock it. But I'm not in survivor mode no more. Like, so if he don't want to lock the door, that's fine. Like, I get why he does that. Like, <laughs> I don't want to put him into survivor mode either. And so it's kind of like, a lot of times we train our kids to be in survivor mode. Look what I just told y'all. Like, literally, like, I'm in a neighborhood where I don't have to lock my door. Literally, I can literally go to the store. and Nobody can literally walk in my house. Like, it's a very odd thing that this will happen. Not saying that I do this, okay, guys, because don't try me. 
But at the same time, <laughs> for real, guys, like I literally can literally walk out and go to the store and come back and nobody came in my house, period. Like doors unlocked, everything. Like it's safe. <laughs> so like why do I keep, you know, doing certain things like, okay, I got to have a double lock. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, okay, like, I got to sleep one eye, one eye open and one eye closed. Like, what? That's survival mode, and that's sickening. Did I have to be in this mode all the time? I'm a woman. Like, But at the end of the day, like, people understand what I'm saying, because if you are like this, it's like, why do, then it's like, why do I have to be in this mode? Like, why? Like, did somebody teach me this? Is this a teachable thing that was passed down through generations? Yes. Imagine how back in the day when our ancestors, black, shout out to Black History Month. Because I know a lot of y'all, <laughs> I know a lot of people from the hood listen to my stuff. No, a lot of y'all call me a white girl, but I am not white. My mama is black and my daddy is black, okay? Facts, not opinion. Y'all see my brother, there's a light-skinned friend that look like Michael Jackson, and there's a dark-skinned one. Me and my brother... Same mom, same dad. At the end, so at the end of the day, guys, when it's all said and done, right, was I taught survivor mode? Kind of, sort of not, because my mom and dad wasn't married. My mom stayed in the neighborhood where we, <laughs> the worst thing that probably happened is people burned across in our yard, okay? People call those racial slurs. But my dad, he didn't stay in, you know, the hood, but my dad stayed in a nice area so I kind of felt like everywhere I went even though they try to make it seem like the hood is dangerous now I'm not thinking about it every house I went into the door was always unlocked besides at nighttime like besides like I guess like I say I, I could tell y'all what I learned uh <laughs> survival mode was when I was when I jumped off the porch and when I jumped out the porch I really had to go into survival mode, but not because of that. But I kind of feel like it kind of started before because it's like, lock the doors, do this, do that. Like, you always got to look over your shoulder. You always got to pay attention to what other people are doing. You always got to, like, pinpoint their moves. So I kind of feel like I was already prepared and trained as a child with certain things that instilled the survival mode, if that makes sense. So it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, a lot of people are living in survivor mode, and then once they get out of survivor mode, sometimes they don't know what to do with themselves because they've been in survivor mode, survivor mode for so long. Like, oh, my gosh, I want to survive till I'm, till I'm 19, 25. And then once they get to 25, like, they literally do, do nothing. They literally become a drunk. They do certain things. They, like, start doing hard drugs. And then you wonder why, because they're, like... They feel like they already lived before then when technically they live in now and they're just throwing it away. Because they feel like they already did the best part, lived the best part, lived the hardest part. And now they're just here and it's like, okay, I'm just ready to deteriorate away. And it's like crazy. <laughs> like, it's crazy and it's sad. This made me cry the other day. And I'm like, gosh, like, I'm coming out of survivor mode to the point where... I trust me enough to trust anything outside of me moving. And people don't understand that, like, man, listen, once you're in survival mode, you don't trust nobody. 
Not a single soul that you trust. You do not care. You don't trust these people. These people is crazy. They are loco crazy. They just crazy, crazy, okay? Because, you know, when we in... <laughs> Black people got to say it twice, so y'all can understand what we talking about. <laughs> but it's crazy, crazy, okay? So when you come up out of survivor mode and where you're really just like, you know what? I'm just here. I just want to be vibrant. I just want to live. I just, I don't know. It's like, do you trust more once you come out of survivor mode? I'm telling you, imagine how many, when you were in survivor mode, how many people you didn't trust. I bet it was a lot. And then once you came out, once you made it to your age goal, you started to trust more. Like, oh, I'm living, man. I, I, I trust you to do exactly what you say you're going to do, whether you do it or not. I'm not even mad if you don't do it because I already expected you to do it. I'm living for me and you can continue to do you. I'm telling you, you don't care about anything once you start living besides you. And they don't tell you that, but this is a true statement. When you are in depth of yourself, your mentality, and when you really love you, you don't tolerate anything less than what you deserve. Anything less, anything more is just BS. And people purping if they say that, that, oh, you're more. Like, no. I'm like, man, I'm so out of survival mode. Like, yes, <laughs> I'm ready for love. I'm ready for it all. Give me it all. I'm here for it. I'm here to do new things. I'm here to do the things that I said I was scared to do while I was in survival mode because I was too busy trying to survive. I'm here doing that. And a lot of times that people don't understand, that's the reason why you cannot go up against anybody that came out of survivor mode. God said, once you stop being a slave, I hear you. What are you saying? That universe and God, Allah, whoever you believe in, your angels, your ancestors, they hear you now because you hear, you know that you hear, you're present. This is the moment that comes about, how do I want to word this? This is the moment where you become the it girl or the it man, okay, or the it boy. You know what I'm saying? This is that moment where you are her and, and, or you are him. Like, you got to start trusting God. You got to start trusting the universe. You got to start trusting your angels and ancestors. You got to start trusting the most high to know that the most high got you. And a lot of times we say that, but do we actually really mean that? Do we really trust in the universe? I'm telling y'all, like, sometimes you just got to get up and do something that you really wanted to do when you was in survival mode. Because sometimes, like, right now, guys, remember I was telling y'all last year, like, hey, wherever you were supposed to be at, Destiny and Fate has a, a way, a path to put you on. Wherever you were supposed to be doing, you will be doing it guaranteed. Oh, my mama. Like, I'm not playing with you. Oh, fight against the universe all you want to. Because you got them people that is, like, like to resist. Because they're like, hey, like, I like this survival mode universe. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not made here to make your path hard. I don't like when people say, you got to go through the hard stuff first to get to the, to the good stuff. Like, what? Why? Why? Why do I have to do that? That's a, that's a survival tactic. Let me go the hard way so that way when the easy way come, it'd just be easy. Like, let me do the hard work first instead of the easy work. Like, what? Huh? 
What's really going on? Why is this being taught? But this is a slave mentality. Guys, like this is a slave mentality that a lot of people been involved in, but it's also called survivor mode. Imagine how many people deal with like anxiety. Imagine how many people deal with um, just depression. And they're trying to get out of like this mode where they're like, oh, I'm just, a lot of times y'all depressed because y'all lived in survival mode for so long and you came out. I'm telling you, it was like, gosh, like, I, I felt like I was around some skep people. You feel me? Skep Bodie, skep, um, you know, body bags and entertainment, you know, first lady, I guess to say, I definitely was the first lady of uh, body bags entertainment. But guys, like, the problem with this is once I came out of survivor mode, once I jumped up the porch, I was probably at the porch maybe for like a year and a half. I definitely did some damage. Okay, boom. Once I got off the porch, it was like I kind of got bored. <laughs> like I was like, okay, I don't, I don't did it all, and you know, I don't know what to do at this point. It's a standstill because I'm like, okay, I'm, I gotta survive. And at that time, I just got out of college. It was a recession, and I couldn't get a job. <laughs> like, what? Hold on. What am I supposed to do here? Like, then I had to go and survive because I couldn't survive the way how they, the world says I was supposed to survive. I had to go do something, so I did something. And I jumped off the porch, and I did a handspring, dropped down to the splits, did a front flip, then came back up, you know, I was a little bit like um, Simone Biles out there, okay? Like, I, I did it all. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, especially when, you know, if you ever lived in English woods, you know what I'm talking about, when you used to just tumble up and down a hill or get on the mattress and do the little tumbles and stuff, front flips and back flips, you know what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I did. I went to the middle of the street, bop, 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 bop. And it went all the way down and came all the way back. You know what? It's not for me. <laughs> but it was definitely for me when I needed to, to because I needed to survive. I have no way of meaning to survive unless I do this type of work. And a lot of people don't understand, like, this is crazy. That a lot of times that a lot of black men have to go through this. Okay. So this will either land them in a place where they shouldn't be or it eventually will catch up with them spiritually, physically, mentally where they're, where they're really done and they come up once they jumped off the porch and they come back inside the house. They're just tired. They don't even want to live. They don't want to do nothing that don't take them out of their element. <laughs> like to put them in a better position. Like, okay, I've been doing this so much long. Like, they have no real goal besides living in the moment. There are a lot of guys that did jump off the porch that had a goal. You know, they stuck with it, and that's how they are in a better position now. But most of them are not. They're stuck in this loop, in this cycle. And they, it's like we as women, we either baby them or we, we don't help them out healthy enough. We participate in their bad habits and tell them, oh, keep doing what you're doing. Instead of saying, no, you can't keep doing what you're doing to be around me. You got to go. I'm not going to tolerate it around me, my kids, whatever you got going on. I can't do that. Like, but I want you up out of these streets and I want to be that voice to like tell you like, hey, 
stop surviving. Come and live a little bit. I'm telling you, because you got some people that have never even been, they, they from Cincinnati, never been in Kings Island. They from Cincinnati, they never even been in Forest Park. Like, they from downtown, I've never been in Forest Park. They from the west side, never been on the east side. Like, are you serious right now? Why are you not living life? Why are you not traveling, making memories? Your memories is so hood bound to the point where you have no memories outside of your hood. Like, what are you doing? Like, what, where is your fun at? Like, the only thing you can say that you have fun with is going to the club. This is what they teach you is fun. But is it actually really fun? You might go into a club and might not ever walk out again. Why would you take this risk? It, that risk is too high. I, I tell people, certain risks I take, certain risks I don't. If that risk is too high, I'm not taking that risk. It's just too high for me. I love me enough for the, all of us. But I'm not taking a risk to the point where I'm not surviving. I'm living. It's like, even with surviving during relationships, gosh, like you've been hoping and praying for love and then bam, you think you're in love and then you're not. So now when you come across another person, you're just surviving to keep an attachment instead of just living for the moment. Guys, like, no, uh-uh. Then you got some people that live for the moment all the time. Like, hey, you don't want no attachments. Why? That's scary to me. You don't want to be in a relationship? That's scary to me. That's your main job here on the earth is to be in a relationship. But, hey, what do I know? You know? Also, you wouldn't have connected to your mama's umbilical cord that was a relationship, you know? So that lets you know that you need a connection. You can't say, well, I got my mom, but that's not what this is. This is not that, bro. Like, you need another human partner for a connection. So that way you can be built. But then you have multiple people being with multiple people. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Get you one person just to go have fun with. <laughs> like, start living, taking trips, doing fun things. Go putt-putt. Go golf. Go bowling. Just go do things that you normally don't do. Just wake up one day and say, you know what? I want to go to California. Or, you know what? One day, I want to go visit Pretty Red ENC. Like, <laughs> just go visit her. Like, hey, what you doing? What's up? What's popping? Feel me? Like, just wake up and just literally now. I don't know about everybody coming to visit me. <laughs> just a few people. Feel me? But all jokes aside, guys, like, you know what I mean when I say that. Like, literally just start doing things that you normally don't do, that you really want to do. When you were in survivor mode, right? Bam. There were some things that I want to do. I feel like I did everything I wanted to do in survivor mode, too. That's kind of crazy. Besides, like, go-karting and stuff. So I do a lot of that now. Like, I go go-karting. I, um, I go skating. <laughs> I do math stuff. I mean, I always kind of was tapped into, like, had an equal balance with it, I guess. But in general, guys, like, you want to make sure that you come about a survival mode. Even in relationships, I really felt like um, at a certain point in time, like I was dealing with a lot of skeptical people and I knew that they were skeptical. And I was dealing with them because I was trying to survive, but I was kind of using them because I needed some of them people to do what I needed to get done. So it's like, hey, like, were we all using each other? Yes, we were all using each other in a different way. But in actual reality, you know, I kind of feel like the universe conspired to, you know, give me that.
But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, guys, um, what I will say is, is that, um, like, being in survival mode, even in relationships, is really just saying, like, oh, my gosh, I, I really want to hold on to this attachment when this attachment cord is over with. I don't have to survive and keep holding on to a rope or a cord that has no light on it. I'm just going to let it go with peace and love and happiness. Cut it off like there's no need for it to be here. I'm no longer surviving. I don't need this cord. I know how to swim now. So a lot of times, a lot of people hold on to a lot of cords because it's survival. They feel like they need this person's energy. Like I was literally telling the person the other day, I was like, you really don't know me. You don't like me. Like, you really don't know me, you don't like me, because to know me means that you actually like me. You're infatuated with me. You also like the fact that I help you through a lot of issues. So what happens is, is that I'm telling you that you have an attachment to me that should not be there. I don't need this attachment with you. If I desire an attachment with you, I will hope that you want it back. But I ask that question like, hey, you want an attachment? Yes or no? And you say, no, fine. I'm moving on. You do not get a second chance to hit this block. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, if it's an attachment that I want, I will keep that attachment. People pay attention to that. You will know if I want an attachment because I'm willing to talk. I'm willing to communicate. I'm willing to get a clear understanding on what's going on. Um, I have deep talks with people that I love, but I will not tolerate anything less than that. Like, I don't need the connection. And I think the part of that is really coming off as like, hey, I can cut you off, cut off my energy to you and everything. Because some people really be addicted to your energy. They be addicted to how healing you are, how your conversation is, is therapeutic for them. But they don't have a therapeutic conversation for you. So it's like, where's the equal give and take and balance here? There's not really none because it's more given to you than it is me. You're being receptive. I'm not receiving anything back. So I can't say that, hey, you know, I feel the same way. No, if we sat down and I know more information and a conversation about you than you know about me, then that means that at this point it was a counseling session and somewhere in between time, you owe me money. Okay. <laughs> like pay me my money. Like I'm not playing with y'all. I need my money. Pay me my money. Can I get my money? Or no, because a lot of times, like this happens when you're dealing with people. They like you because you're a good person. I just like you because you're a good person and your energy is so beautiful. You are a wonderful, immaculate person. You are just so great, but they're not great. They're, like what's going on here? You're surviving off of my energy. You're thriving off of my energy. Like you need a connection where it's like 
you need to be healthy. And it's like, you're using me to be healthy. And that's not fair because you didn't ask. That's one. Two, it's not fair because you want to be in the survival mode where you can't survive on your own. Like, oh, you can't go outside by yourself. You can't take yourself on dates. That's surviving. Like, oh, you got to go outside with certain things. People don't understand something. Like, I used to walk around, like, in the middle of the hood. Like, and people tell you that. Matter of fact, prime example, my ex stayed on the south side. He used to get so mad at me when we used to date. Before I had Malachi, he was like, why are you just outside walking around? Like, why are you walking around on the block? Like, it is dangerous over here. And so I'm like, man, it ain't dangerous over here. Like, he's like, it's really dangerous over here. So we looked at an article, and it was talking about how dangerous this was. I'm like, the whole time I've been here, I've never seen anything happen. On this street, never, not one thing happened on this street. Didn't hear not one gun pop off, whatever. So whatever that they're hearing, obviously I'm not hearing. But then one day I seen something. So I was like, gosh. Like, but at the end of the day, I, I walked around like I knew I was protected. I was not surviving. I was like, oh, I'm in my moment. I'm living life right now. I'm in my moment at that time. Like, what? No. Like, my dude's up the street. He at the house. I'm going to walk to the store. Come back. Boom. I need to take a walk outside, feel the energy, feel the air. Like, I love it here. Like, <laughs> what? And I'm telling you, he used to be, if y'all know my ex, ask him. He'll tell you, like, I always used to yell at her, Kina G, get over here, stop walking to the store. It's dangerous over here. And I'm like, man, I ain't listening to you. Because I'm not in survival mode. He's like, well, don't walk without me. Like, or, you know, let somebody take you to the store. Like, which, granted, him as being my man, because I was actually in a relationship with him. I only been in a relationship with a few guys, guys. I ain't been in a relationship that many times. I was in a relationship with him. So, of course, he's going to act like that, but he's also in survivor mode. I literally stopped at the stop sign for three seconds. He literally cussed me out. Like, pull over. I'm driving from here on out. Like, you cannot stop at a stop sign for three seconds. I was like, the rule is you're supposed to stop for three seconds. I don't care where you ask universal rule. He said, not in Chicago. It's a stop and roll. So I every whenever I drive, I always stop and roll. And it's non-consciously I do it because like this incident, it put me in survival mode. Y'all don't understand about being in survival mode. How to come up, like recognizing the signs that you do that's like, okay, am I in survival mode or I'm not? Like you can't stop at a stop sign for three seconds. Are you that? Like, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what people going to start shooting. That's survival mode. And if you're in an environment like that, then move. You should not be somewhere where you feel damaged. You feel like you got to survive every day. You feel like you need a, a burner. You feel like you need a gun. You feel like you need anything. You, anything other than you, you need to not be in that environment. I'm telling you. Like, if you have to go into a mode where you have to feel like you got to survive in order to make it in, to make it out. You shouldn't be there. I was literally, uh, when I went home for Christmas, I was with my cousin and her friend and they was going out. <laughs> and um, One of her other friends like, man, we just went out. I ain't going out to that club no more. She's like, I, I just got shot, man. I ain't trying to, man, I'm trying to survive. I don't want to get shot no more. So I ain't going to that club no more. 
So imagine that, guys. Like, if you know that you're going to go into an area where they're going to be shooting and stuff, why would you go in there to try to survive to see if you're going to make it out that day? That's actually putting your life in danger. In actual reality. But to actually come up out of survival mode, it's important as we as people recognize that we are in survival mode so that way we can change our mentality so that way we can come out, if that makes sense. But I really feel like coming out of survival mode is like coming out of survival mode with everything. Like, yes, I can be out of survival mode. Yes, I can trust people. Yes, I can say like, hey, I want a relationship and it's true. Yes, I can say, yes, I want to be married. Or yes, I, yes, somebody wants to ask me if they want to marry me and I want to marry them back. And I can say yes to them. I don't have to feel like I'm surviving. I don't have to feel like I'm saying yes to them so that way they can protect me. No, I'm already safe. I'm living life. I'm blessed. <laughs> A lot of people have to understand, like, you have to start saying that to you. Yes, I'm blessed. I'm safe. I am here. I'm living. Guys, we have to start living. Come into the mentality of I'm living. And pray to God and just be happy. Like, thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you, most high. Thank you, whoever you believe in. Angels, ancestors, Allah, you know. Jehovah. Yahweh, Yahshua, Hamashiach. Thank whoever you believe in. And say, I'm just happy I'm here. I'm present. Like, thank you for allowing me to see that I am safe and you are always protecting me. Thank you for not giving me these hard situations. Thank you for making things the way how I need them. Thank you for allowing me to see that I was doing things the hard way. A lot of times people don't realize that like you start doing things the hard way because people in schools, they teach that you don't have to do anything hard. Life is supposed to be meant to be solved. It's meant to be love. So if, if you're doing something and it's hard or you're trying to make a connection with a person and you're just not clicking, it's, it's hard to make this connection, let go. You know that this person isn't doing you right. You know this person isn't doing this right. Let go. You're at a job that you know that you should not be at. Let it go. You're holding. You're barely holding on. You dread going in every day. You roll in your eyes. You're upset that you are there at work. Let it go. Stop surviving and let it go and trust the universe to make sure that you go to get something that you need and that you would love to do it and that you will make the most money off of. Okay? You got to start trusting the universe to give you these steps and give you these things. Like, y'all can't say, I trust the universe. I trust God. And you don't really trust God for real. You still in survival mode. A lot of people wonder, like, why can't get my stuff hurt? Because you ain't came out of survival mode. I literally said that. I was just telling somebody that. Handsome guy, by the way. Um, I was like, I am literally coming out of survival mode. Literally out of survival mode. Like, I'm out of survival mode. I'm coming to the point where I trust me. To the fullest. I'm just living life. I'm just doing whatever I want to do. Like, and not being scared to do it. 
because I'm in survivor mode. Like, I can't do this because these people looking at me. Or I got to do this in order for me to survive. Like, no, I'm actually just doing it because I want to do it. How about that? That is coming up out of survival mode, guys. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a positive thing. It actually brings healing and balance to wherever you are at on this world and this planet. It heals your whole body. A lot of people don't understand that, like, yes, like, love on you. You've been in survival mode. If you've been out here, you've been hungry. You've been out here. You've been just like, oh, I don't know where I'm going to get this from. I don't know how I'm going to do that. <laughs> Baby, you was in survival mode. I'm telling you, a lot of times, even when I join people in a prayer circle, sometimes I don't be in agreement in they prayer circle. And people be mad because I don't like how you praying. I don't want you to pray no hardship on me. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, that doesn't logically make sense to me. No, baby, I don't even want the hardship to hit you. I'll just transmute it. And when people do that, I typically take over the prayer. After they say amen, I say, hold on. I want to add something to it. I want to pray that, and I always say, I want to pray that God just makes it easy for you. That you don't have to experience anything harder to know that it is what it is and that everything is easy. And once you start looking at that and that way you start teaching your mind that this is what they teach in psychology. This is what we teach as spiritual people. If you teach your mind certain things, your mind, whatever you think about, your mind attracts that. So now here you go. You, some people, they take the path that's the hardest. So you got all these obstacles on your road, but there was a road right here to the right of you. It was easy, had no road on there. But because you're taught to go the hard way, ancestral healing, guys, ancestral healing, you have to teach yourself how to go the easy way. Take the easier route. There's nothing wrong with that. People will say, no, if it's not hard, I don't want it. You know what? Mm -mm. Baby, if it's not easy, I don't want it. I'm telling you, I feel like if it's it's not for me. If I got to put any effort, I'm not saying that, hey, you shouldn't put effort into anything. I'm talking about that extra effort. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, okay, I've been, I've been trying to pass this test for two hours and I still haven't got it. Like, and, I'm, and this is something that I want to do. I should stop because this isn't something I want to do. Oh, I don't took these same exact classes and you know, different things didn't happen the way how I wanted to happen. Maybe that's because that's not for you. You're doing something for somebody else or you're doing it to survive. This field makes a lot of money, but this ain't where your heart at. Who knows the field that you want to go into may not have that much money right now. But who knows that you, because you accepted this path, this easy path that was destined for you to go because you was going to get there anyways. You just took the long way, the hard way. Which the long way, hard way, it just took too long and you still got there. But you don't even get to experience the experience that you can if you just would have took the road the first time. The easy route. Hey, you know what? This comes natural to me. You over here doing classes for nursing, but your, but your butt over here know how to fix cars. Like you were born to do that. So here you go doing nursing. Then something happened that you had to stop doing nursing school. And then you start doing cars and... You get income more than you was even doing with nursing. Are you serious? 
That means you were supposed to already be doing that. Why would you ignore that? That's coming out of survival mode. You think that you need certain things to be in survival mode. Well, I'm only doing this because I want to do this. Like, because I need this to survive. Like, no. You're wasting time. <laughs> you're wasting time, energy that you can never get back. And time is an illusion. So you're just really wasting an illusion. And you're part of something that you need to jump up out of, jump out of the cycle. Do the things that you love. Do the things that you always wanted to do. Take the time out to really love on you. I'm telling you guys, I, once I came out of survival mode, I really just started living. I'm like, well, I'm going to just go do this. Bop, go do it. People are like, oh, I thought you were in Ohio. But I seen that you post that you was over here in Asia. Yes. What are you talking about? Oh, girl, I thought you was over here in Cali. But I see you was posting you was in Nigeria. Yes. What are you talking about? I am no longer in survival mode. I am in the mode of living. I'm living life. Like, I'm enjoying life. Living means that you're just enjoying the life that you are supposed to be doing. Guys, you enjoy the things that you're doing. You're enjoying the people that you're supposed to be doing. You're just enjoying every single moment that you were supposed to do. Like, prime example, I haven't been in a parade since I was older that where I actually, like, participated and stuff like that, like, where I was actually not on the receiving end where people throwing candy, I'm trying to catch the candy. I actually was giving out candy, and I really thought it was a very important moment for me. I, like, I was very, like happy like gosh I really wanted to do this at one point in time I and mean, look at me doing it and enjoying it for real like with me even going back to school I'm like gosh like I got into survivor mode where I stopped going to school because I needed to survive to keep my money up so I go I didn't go back to get my bachelor's I stopped because I was making so much money but I was trying to survive but then my money just kept piling up and I was like oh my gosh like I don't have time for school because I'm collecting this money so I never even got to finish something that I started that I really wanted to do but what I do think that I did was a pause for a cause to redirect what exactly what I was a what I wanted to do when it came to my end goal which I kind of feel like it kind of covers everything that I'm doing now if that makes sense so it's like, I'm living. <laughs> I'm telling you, people be like, they be talking to me, and I be looking at them like, I heard everything that you said in your head, but you know what? I'm just not going to acknowledge it. You get what I'm saying? I'm just not going to acknowledge it. But I'm living. <laughs> I'm really living, guys. Living my best life. Ain't going back and forth with you. I'm living my best life. Now listen to that. I'm living my best life. He said, I ain't going back and forth with you. I'm telling you, when you start living, you ain't arguing with nobody. I'm telling you, people start to people start an argument with me. Guess what I do? Uh-uh. You know what? Can I call you back? I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not giving no energy to nothing negative no more. I don't care who you is. If people have been noticing what I've been doing, if they call me and they start talking about something negative, I'm like, can I call you back? I ain't even got nothing to do. I'll just be like, can I call you back? 
That's all because I'm not dealing with anything less than what I'm supposed to be dealing with, guys. I don't want to deal with it. I've been through it, been there, done it. I'm over it. My Summer Walker voice. I'm over it. I'm just here. I, I just really want to be happy. I want peace. I want joy. I want safety. I want comfortability. I want it all. And so when you start, like, even my people that work with their chakra fields, that some people tell you, like, once you, you got to open up your root chakra first. Feel like you got to open up your heart. But if you're talking about the root chakra, that's I'm safe. I am protected. That's that knowing that. That's that chakra right there, knowing that, that, that you are safe. You have nothing to worry about. <laughs> so I really feel like a lot of people need to understand, like, come out of survivor mode, baby. You got a whole bunch of people waiting on you. You are waiting on you to come out of survivor mode. You have to trust the things that you know that you're supposed to be doing. And for my cardinal signs, we've been in that hard 15-year cycle. Oh, my gosh. It feels good. Okay, how about that? Like, hey. <laughs> We're coming out of that. We came out of survival mode right now. So y'all got to understand something. Some of us been like, we're, we were, <laughs> we were in survival mode. We are now out of survival mode. We don't have to feel like maybe we're not been attacked no more. We're good to go. If you've been doing the work, you you good to go. If you ain't been doing the work, you got some more work to do to get there. But I'm telling you, baby, we are no longer in survival mode. People be mad like, yes, you trust people? Yes, I do all the time. What's up? I trust people to do exactly what they say they're going to do. If they don't do it, I trust that they didn't do it too. That's what people don't understand. Like, no, baby, this is when you go to play Mortal Kombat, you you go to read the skills they got. You're or you're playing a game and they got like certain skills that you gotta play. You are trusting that this individual is gonna get you to where you what you want your end goal, which is a win. So you gotta put all of that bet on you. Come out of survival mode, baby. You ain't surviving no more. <laughs> Do a single race where you just beating yourself. You just winning with yourself. You you are challenging yourself. Think of it that way. Or you could just think of it like, hey, look, I ain't even playing the game no more, baby. I'm not, I don't want to play nothing like that. I'm here, I'm living. I'm like, I'm, I'm living. And people don't understand that that's coming out of survival mode. Trusting the universe to give you the things that you need to get. Trusting God to give you the things that you need to get. Trust your angels, your ancestors, Jehovah, whoever you believe in, Jesus, to give you the things that you need to get. Believe it. Come out of survival mode, guys, because you are waiting on you. Okay? But I ain't about to talk y'all head off too much. Let me know how y'all feel about this episode. But I just wanted to tell y'all, I'm really out of survival mode, and I am loving it. Um, I am working on certain things. Well, I was a few months ago, but I feel like I'm past that down. Like, hey, like, you know, I don't really trust people. Like, that's a survivor mode. Trusting, not trusting people, is a, you're in survivor mode. If you don't trust nobody, baby, you're in survivor mode. Come up off of it. and. 
I'm off of that mode. It's like, hey, like I'm, I'm, I'm in it to win it with myself, and that's where I stand at it with it. So, all right, guys, let me know how you feel about my episode. Um, tap in, zoom in. Um, thanks for always listening to me, guys, supporting me. Let me know how I feel about the episode. Um, hit me up on my webpage at thepretyredentshow.podbeam.com. Um, or hit me up on any social media platform at the Pretty Red ENT Show. I'm on all platforms um, with the information. Well, hit me up. You know, I got a lot of snappers, and we be talking on Snap. They're like, gosh, like, you really hit something on what I was thinking about and what I'm going through. So come up out of survivor mode, guys. Start loving on you. Start loving on the people around you. But once you come out of survivor mode, you can trust. When you start trusting you, you can trust everything else around you. You can trust them to act as accordingly as they're supposed to. However they're going to act, that ain't got nothing to do with you because you live, you living for you. And that's the main thing that has to happen here, okay? But thanks, guys, for always tuning in, zapping in, lipping, and uh, <laughs> thanks for always tuning in, zapping in, and listening to the Pretty Red ENT show. It's your girl, Goddess Nikita, aka Pretty Red ENT.